You're listening to Group Travel Radio. Hey, hey, this is Stevie G from the Group Travel Odyssey team, and I want to thank you for tuning in to Group Travel Radio. Today, we're having a conversation about travel trends for 2024. In the group travel world, we know it's important to keep a close eye on travel trends, and I'll be speaking with lead community architect at GTO, Jim Delaman, to get his thoughts on some of the travel trends we're expecting to see through 2024. If you take a peek at the show notes, you'll find a blog that pairs nicely with our conversation today. I highly encourage you to check that out. Well, cool. How about we get to it? Here's my chat with Jim. Jim, thank you so much for joining me today. How's it going? It's going well. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Absolutely. I'm really excited. I think it's going to be a great chat. Um, We're actually going to be talking about three travel trends for 2024 today. If you're out there listening, you can scroll down to the show notes where we've linked a great blog that pairs well with our conversation today. Um, But Jim, the first travel trend I want to get your thoughts on are locally curated experiences. Now, According to American Express Travel's 2023 Global Travel Trends Report, it's a little bit of a mouthful, uh, but 89% of travelers are ready to explore local hidden gems rather than the better known tourist destinations. Why do you think this trend, these locally curated experiences, you know, why are they a thing right now that we're expecting to continue uh, through 2024? Well, it's interesting. I mean, I think if we take a look at how this all came to be, I I really feel and I know we've not we've sort of gotten away from talking about the pandemic time period. um, But I think as travel started opening back up after the pandemic or towards the tail end of it, people were looking for places that were a little more off the beaten path. They didn't necessarily want to go to the tier one locations that had throngs of people. They were looking for something that would give them great experiences, but maybe kept them away from the crowds. So I, I think it kind of started with some of that. And I know that there are some some tour operators out there that made a conscious decision to to look for those, and I hate to use first tier, second tier, but they were looking for towards those second tier and third tier um, travel destinations. So that way, they could give the people what they wanted. They wanted to go back out and they wanted to travel again. Well, once people started doing that, they realized that by going to these locally curated places, they were getting more bang for their buck. You know, they're being welcomed, they're being treated so much better. And you're, you know, depending upon where you're going to, a lot of times you're making such a big difference in that local economy because you're going to these mom and pop places and, the money that you're you're spending on this travel is going directly to those places. Whereas a lot of times, you know, you're dealing with with corporate locations and they get a piece of the pie, but they may not necessarily see as much as you think they would. Mm. Um, you know, and, and also I think, you know, uh, you have the choice to go to some of these places that, you know, you, you may go to some place that grows their own coffee and roasts their beans and they have a little coffee shop. And so it's very you know, the, the farm to table movement is huge and I think it's just growing, but you know, you're getting these local products, you're getting so much more and you're getting treated very well because they really love seeing you come to their place. I mean, you are based in New York city, which is obviously like, you know, one of the biggest yeah. tourist hubs here in the U S um, is that something you're kind of seeing where you are? Like, I, I know obviously there's all these 
wonderful attractions that have been around for a long time in New York, and mm-hmm. we all know and love them. But are you kind of seeing travelers also, in addition to, to, to going to those regular, you know, spots, are there like, are you seeing these, a trend towards some of these locally, like new kind of things pop up where you are? Yeah, absolutely. Um, It's interesting because, yeah, you're always going to have the travelers that are coming in to see the icons. They're going to go to the Empire State Building. They're going to go to the Statue of Liberty. They're going to do these things. But uh, I think travelers are also doing more to um, see these off-the-beaten-path places. They're going to new neighborhoods, not only in Manhattan, but in all five boroughs. And, you know, we, we recently saw the introduction of the NYC Borough Pass. And what they've done is they've taken and curated some really fantastic opportunities for people to travel in all of the boroughs instead of just Manhattan. You know, they're going to the Bronx and to Queens and Staten Island and Brooklyn. And and they're showing people that there's so much out there that they probably aren't even aware of because they're so Manhattan centric. You know, so we're, we're seeing people do that a lot more. Um, also in Manhattan, people are doing different things. They're going to places like Little Island and they're, they're taking walks on the High Line and they're doing things that are a little more outside and a little more off the beaten path. Um, and I think that a lot of times this again came out of people not wanting to necessarily be in tens of thousands of people. So they're looking for opportunities to kind of keep them away a little bit. Cool. So, I mean, Jim, let's kind of switch gears here a little bit and jump into the second travel trend for 2024. We're going to be talking about today and that's travel technology. Now, look, we we all know tech has increasingly made its way into really everything we do, and that certainly includes travel. What are some current examples of the industry, the travel industry, using tech to meet demands from travelers? Oh, gosh. There there are a lot of them. I, I, I don't think any of us now travels with a load of paperwork anymore. You know, it, it's like you, you take a look at the airline industry and, and almost all of us are getting a, you know, a virtual boarding pass. You know, we've got it on our phones. We, we show it. We don't have a paper pass. And, and it's interesting. Every once in a while, you'll get a paper boarding pass. And, and already you kind of in your mind are like, what? What am I supposed to do with it? You know, so you get very used to using the technology. Hotels now, you know, I will check into a hotel and they will ask, do you want a virtual key or do you want an actual, you know, hard key card? And the majority of the time I use my cell phone, you know, I'll use my smartphone and that will be my key to my hotel room. So travel technology is, has been around and we're seeing it more in the day to day, but also in, in the planning of, of travel, um, we're seeing so much more technology show up, not only in like the, the individual travel sector, you know, granted there are, uh, OTAs, you know, online travel agencies, there are, there are, um, the Expedias and the people like that, that are, have been around, but they're beefing up their products as well. You know, no longer can you go to Expedia and just book a flight there. Then they say, do you want a hotel? Do you want a car? Do you want experiences? So, you know, everybody's getting into that part of things, but in, in like for the independent travel advisor and also for the group travel planner, there's technology out there that is not only, um, kind of simplifying what they do because it connects everything together so they can work, you know, within one system to get everything done. Um, there are a lot of operators out there that have been working in, in 
you know, Word documents and spreadsheets, and they're just cutting and pasting and doing things like that, and then they have a big packet of information. Uh, well, now there's technology out there that's allowing people to work quote unquote virtually, you know, they, they can take their cell phones, they can take their tablets and they can build trips, they can build itineraries, they can take care of group operations, you know, they can do all of this. Um, and the nice thing as well, you know, if, if they're traveling with tour directors, if there are people like that that are, that are guiding these trips around these locations, no longer do they have to send a, a packet, you know, people used to have these huge packets of documentation and contracts and tickets and entrances and things like that. They don't need that anymore because it's all virtual. You know, they get links to the e-tickets, they get links to all the contracts. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of saving them time. It's saving them the effort and it's connecting everything together. So I think, you know, travel tech is just growing into, um, you know, the, the industry, you know, in all aspects of it, you know, it's been there, but I think we're, we're seeing that grow so quickly um, that I think people who aren't willing to use technology are going to be kind of left behind if they don't use it. Yeah, definitely. Um, I guess, why do you think, you know, it's critical for the travel industry to really continue to stay on top of and pay close attention to how the consumer uses technology and, is there ways that GTO can help with that? Well, I, I think that you know we, we we definitely need to keep track of of how consumers are using technology because you know there are there are statistics out there that show that people will do Google searches or they'll do a search and within you know seventy five percent of those people then within two days are booking travel. So it, it's no longer a matter of. I'm going to research this for months and then I'm going to contact somebody and start the planning phases. I, I think everything is happening so much faster that, you know, we definitely need to keep track of that and need to watch that. Um, it, it, as far as how, you know, GTO can help with, with things like this, we, again, GTO has the ability to have everything interconnected. So, you know, you have the ability to have your CRM, you have the ability to have all of your contacts, you're, you're building your trips, you're doing your trip operations, all within one system. And again, it's accessible anywhere since it's cloud-based, you know, it gives the tour operator the opportunity to work anywhere. So for those people who are working um, remotely, this is like the perfect opportunity because everything you need is listed and built into this system. So that way you don't have to worry about leaving a file of something back in the office that you need to go back to the office and get. It's all right there in the software. You know, so I, I think that that is something that's that's hugely important. Also, with GTO, um, for the group travel planner, uh, there are, you know, we have a hosted supplier database. So all of the suppliers that they want to use, all of that pricing in their products is, is already at their fingertips. So that's something that they no longer have to track. They no longer have to, to, to deal with because it's already there. And we've got, you know, there's a team of people that is taking care of making sure those prices are there and up to date. So that way, all they have to do is choose it and put it on a trip. And then they contact the supplier and book it. You know, it's, it's much easier. It's much easier. It's, it's, I think, um, the technology is going to make things easier it's going to make things more efficient and it's going to give these operators more time so they're going to be able to have time to actually go out and build their business you know so they're they're going to realize that there's more business out there and now they have time to go and and kind of court that business in as we say business without boundaries 
Exactly. <laughs> so, Jim, we've talked about locally curated experiences and travel technology, but there's one more travel trend I want to get your thoughts on, and that is sustainable travel. We've all heard the term sustainable travel many times by now, but talk a little bit about how tour operators and suppliers have paid attention to this trend so far. And do you think concepts like sustainable travel and responsible tourism will continue to be important for travelers um, in 2024 and even beyond? I really do. I, I, th I think it's a trend that has built very quickly, um, sometimes out of necessity. But, you know, recently I was at a conference where everything was sustainable. They didn't have single-use water bottles. You know, they didn't have bottles of whatever, Dasani water or whatever. They, you, you got a reusable water bottle and they had refill stations. Um, those kind of things are happening. Um, the, the fact that much of our industry is going paper-free. You know, you go to, whether you go to a sporting event or to a theatrical event or to a concert or an opera, 99% of the time, you're going to have an e-ticket. You know, it, it's it's going to be a virtual ticket. And, and so you don't have the printout. You don't have all of that. So, you know, I know it seems like a small thing, but I think that those kind of things are making a difference. You know, we're, we're trying to lessen our carbon footprint. And by going virtual with a lot of this and not having these big packets of tickets and papers, that kind of helps. Um, we're also seeing it in hotels. You know, you go to hotels now, and I think the single-use shampoos and conditioners and stuff like that are, are definitely dwindling. And you see the bottles that are attached to your shower. Um, you know, these are small things that are helping. You get um, a card in your hotel room saying, you know, if this is our policy on you know, changing sheets and changing towels. If you need them more frequently, let us know and we'll do it. But, you know, so they're, they're giving you, you know, you, you end up with three or four towels, you're there for three or four days. They don't need to change those out every single day. You know, even if you want to use a new towel every day, you, they're already there. Um, so, you know, these are, these are things that are, they're really helping, I think, to make things a little um, more concise. It's, it's helping to lessen the waste. It's, it's, helping to make sure there's not as much garbage and stuff being put into landfills. Um, but also, you know, sustainable travel has a, a, another side of things. You know, people need to make logical and, and, and I don't want to say better choices, but people need to keep in mind um, how sustainable their travel policies are. Are they going to places that are actively making sure that they're um, a little more sustainable, that they're not you know, throwing so much garbage and stuff out there? Are, are they choosing places that are are caring about the ecosystem and then they're caring about um, over-tourism? You know, and that's another another word that's been out there. You don't, you don't want over-tourism. You don't want the locations to be destroyed by the number of people that are coming in. Um, you know, there's an organization called Tourism Cares that really um, works towards the meaningful travel movement and it's um tourismcares.org but um tourism cares um has this whole you know meaningful travel product and they have a meaningful map that has vetted um, organizations and destinations that you can contact to find out a little bit more about their sustainability practices in the locations that you're traveling to and that is you know that's a b2b map you can contact them and get more information about it. But it's something that I think we're going to see continue, especially when, you know, we have situations like the recent 
wildfires in Maui, where, you know, you've got places that are rebuilding, you've got places that you want to make sure you are helping out, but you're not kind of destroying the destinations, you know, so you you need to take all of that into consideration. And I think sustainable travel is is here to stay. And I think you're going to see much, much more of it, you know, and, and it's something that I think helps not only our planet, but it helps the traveler. You know, there are a lot of organizations and a lot of companies now out there that are including service projects. You know, they will plant trees. They will go to locations and rehabilitate parks. And it's an important part of people's travel plans. So they're including that, which also lessens their carbon footprint as a traveler. Right. Absolutely. Um, Jim, really quick, I, I do want to recap, you know, the, the three main travel trends that we, we cover today for the listeners out there. We've We've talked about, um, you know, the trend towards locally curated experiences. We've talked about how travel tech has been even more influential now than ever, and it's going to continue to do that. And of course, we just talked about sustainable travels and some of the ideas within that. I guess my question to you, Jim, is do you think, you know, these three concepts, do they have any similarities or are they tied together? Like, what are, what are your thoughts? Oh, on yeah. That? I mean, absolutely. It's it's interesting when you take a look at these, they might seem like they're dealing with very different ideas, uh, but they're very interconnected because if you're if you're doing locally curated experiences, you're also taking care of sustainable travel. You know, you're taking a look at how important is it for us to go to these local places? What effect does it have on the economy? What effect does it have on the ecosystem? Um, you know, so those are tied together. Also, using travel technology again, you're you're cutting back on your carbon footprint. You're not you're not dealing with the paper packets. You're not dealing with the tickets. You're not dealing with binders full of information. You're using technology now, and it's all stored in that technology. So all of these things are very tied together. And I feel that you know all three of these concepts are going to continue to grow. Um, and it, it's just a matter of time before people kind of utilize these connections a little bit more. Jim, I think this has been a really great conversation. Um, before we call it an episode, I would like to you to uh, share a little bit about how anyone out there listening can discover, you know, content that GTO puts out there and just learn more about Group Travel Odyssey. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Uh, if you want to follow some of our content, uh, we have a YouTube page, Group Travel Odyssey. And if you subscribe to that, and also ring that little bell. You'll be notified whenever we have new content on our YouTube channel. We've got some great stuff up there. We've got information about some really fantastic group destinations. Uh, we have what we call GTO Coach and Go, which shows a little bit about our GTO system. You can also follow us on Facebook. You can connect with us on LinkedIn at Group Travel Odyssey. If you love podcasts and you love information like this that you're listening to, um, make sure you check out Group Travel Radio. And Group Travel Radio, you can add that so it's part of your daily listening. And we have more content that's going to be going up there as well. If you want to find out more about Group Travel Odyssey, you can go to our website, grouptravelodyssey.com. There are places on there that you can contact any one of us. Our team section has our contact information. You can also contact us for a demonstration. We'd love to show you how the system works as well. And uh, so that's how you can find out more about us. Awesome. Uh, Jim, thank you so much for, for joining me today. I really enjoyed our conversation and appreciate your insight about some of these travel trends. Thank you so much, Stevie. It's great being here and uh, I'll, I'll come back again. 
Indeed, Jim will definitely be back on Group Travel Radio for more great conversations, and I think he covered all the bases with how to stay connected with us, but I'll just go ahead and double remind you to subscribe to Group Travel Radio on Spotify or any other audio platform. Thanks so much for tuning in today.